And this is where Don and Sue go out for a pleasant evening. We are live on whatever we're on, Zoom, that's what it's called now. Because we're not face to face, because the world is in peril. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Costa, by the way. Hi, I'm Darcy. Oh, my voice sounds sexier through Zoom, I think. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. I think you sound stupid no matter how you speak. So. Oh, that's, that's awful. You know, we could be the last two people on the world. Us, us and Connor. Yay. We hey, wouldn't even know. Here, guys. I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Luchapod, and we're doing it through uh, this technological world that we're in. <laughs> Lockdown to... pod. Lockdown. Oh, yeah, I like that. Lockdown. That's the name of this episode, Connor. Right now, <laughs> writing it down now. Episode three, lockdown pod. Um, <laughs> is that insensitive? No, I think it's fine. People know you, you got to have a sense of humour sometimes. Yeah, um, we need it. But yeah, so we're all locked down. We can't get together and do podcasting. So we thought we'll do one like this and see what happens. How? Uh, <laughs> how are you guys? How's your health? All right, yeah. I'm just like, I am feel tired, but I haven't really done anything. You know, you're stuck inside and you, you sort of don't know what time of day it is. You kind of have to have a look out the window and then you think, oh, it's still bright outside. I guess it's early. It's a bit, probably too early for this glass of wine I'm drinking. <laughs> um, and you just kind of get on with it, really. But I'm all right. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> well, I don't know what day it is. I've no idea. Couldn't tell you. out the part where I said her real name there. <laughs> it's weird right now it's like I, so for me i'm working from home like i have a office job which i can do from home but i i, I am doing it but it's harder to get motivated to actually do it when you're in your home because there's way more distractions like they launched disney plus yesterday which oh, <laughs> yes. that's invaded my life like I, I knew there was going to be loads of different stuff on there but i didn't realize just how like they've got the the fox series of spider-man that i used to watch as a kid on fox kids um and i'm currently loving that they've got like smart guy did you ever used to watch smart guy yeah that was oh see don't try and sell me it because i've tried to have some self-control and not download it and not uh, get it because i know like that's it i'm done like, i'm no, never coming it. out of lockdown honestly it's the best investment i've ever made Oh, it's proper nostalgia city, I'm sure. It's so good. Like I, oh, I'm, it's honestly, it's so hard as well because there's literally so much on there that I want to watch, but I, I just didn't know where to start. So I think I just ended up pressing X on like the, one of the first things I saw, which was Spider Man. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> should we, um, should we at Disney and ask them to sponsor us because we're plugging them pretty heavily right now. We are plugging them very They probably don't right need it. I, I feel like if anyone doesn't need a sponsorship from us, it's Disney. <laughs> um, I feel like that those that young upstart company is gonna they're gonna be all right. Yeah, I think they they might they might make it through the um, impending recession. Yeah, well, I, I you know what? So okay, conspiracy theory time. Oh, already? <laughs> what we yeah. four minutes in? Go yeah, on, I'm ready. Fuck it. I've got. I had. A, I had this thought popped into my head the other day, 
because Disney are a giant global conglomerate, which is a big word, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got big words in the vocab. Most people uh, read novels. You read the dictionary when you're in lockdown. Ah, fuck that. I ain't reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Disney launched Disney Plus. I think it was it was already launched elsewhere, wasn't it? It was just the UK that got it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Then pro- there's probably not much in this conspiracy theory then, but I think there's a little bit in it. Just that Disney are a giant global conglomerate, and it just so happens that like a couple of days after the whole United Kingdom is locked down in their homes, they launch their Ooh. huge product that you can watch from the comfort of your home mm-hmm. all the time. So you know. I'm just saying. Maybe. Mm. I think they would have done okay regardless. Yeah, I'm sure they would have. But, you know, I would assume that they've probably done a little better now, considering a lot of people are stuck indoors. But then again, it could have had the opposite effect because obviously a lot of people are going to be struggling for money now. So, Mm. uh, I mean, really, I launched my business last week. Maybe I had something to do with it. I don't. No, you're not clever enough. I'm really not. I'm not. You are I haven't put not. clothes on for three days. I couldn't. I couldn't organise that. No way. Get, have a shower. Yeah, but I'm, I'm washing. I'm washing. You know the important bits. But you know, I'm not going outside. So, are you washing your hands? Oh my god! Several times a day. Yeah, that's a that's I'm, an important. That's thing, the most important right? thing. Washing your hands. Um, mm. But yeah, the world's uh, the world's a little fucked up right now. We're all stuck indoors. But sun's shining, day, though. All, uh, the sun is shining. We're all you know nice to look out at from window. the window. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you ventured out at all? Um, I did a pharmacy run because um, I'm doing some pharmacy runs for some uh, elderly people in the area. So I've done some of them. And just general food shopping and then post office, but apart from that, no. I, I don't need to go out. I don't like people, really. So, Well, see, know. I'm all right during the week. Like, working from home, like I said, it's a bit more distracting, but I do enjoy it because I can just kind of lounge about a lot. Mm. The weekend was difficult, like, not being able to go out. Um, no, like, you don't you're, get your respite. Well, exactly, but like you're so okay. You're in that group chat uh, with me. God, which one? Yeah, th- th- to be fair, yeah, I'm becoming confused because there's like about twenty group chats now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like the original group chat uh, yeah. that we have, which features a, f- a good few of us from Lucha, um, and yeah, it was just weird. Everyone was just like, "What do we do? We can't go out. We want to go out." So we ended up just all on a group video call and yeah during, like friday night i was slaughtered like it's the first Gosh, time i think I've we ever, all were really well it's the first time i've ever drank like completely on my own in my ha- home because i've always i've never liked drinking alone i think it's just a bit pathetic if i'm honest like <laughs> it's just yeah I, i'm not that uh, yeah it's not for me but um yeah that was the first time i did it because i just really wanted to go out but because we were all on video chat, I was like, yeah, It did fuck. feel like we were out a little bit, though, didn't it? Because we all, we wanted yeah. to drink and we hadn't actually seen each other in ages. So it did kind of feel like we were out. Yeah, well, I, like, well, I felt like I was out because I was completely hammered by the end of that. <laughs> yeah. 
And then I ended up doing the first of many live Instagram videos with. Um, yeah, you and Malik. Well, me and Malik have done a few now, but I've also completed the cost set. I did. Uh, yeah, you did kit, procedure kit. Yeah, because I said, well, <laughs> so the reason for that was because I just said, oh, maybe we could do this more often. We could do like a cost cast on Instagram Live nice. Nice. and uh, I'll get the other cost boys involved. And Malik called me out and said, Kip will air your call. So <laughs> I'm not having that. I messaged Kip and sure enough, he did not air me because we're boys. And uh, yeah, we did our own video, uh, live Instagram video and Malik was incredibly annoyed about this that he couldn't get involved in it and yeah he made... just doesn't like being left out does he Malik well it was that and he also didn't like being proved wrong but also Ooh. what made it the icing on the cake was Jimmy Havoc was also present during because uh, he lives with Kip yeah uh, so he appeared in Kip's side of the video and Malik said oh Jimmy why don't me and you do a video and Jimmy just said yeah no I've got better things to do like go make a <laughs> cup of oh. so, uh, yeah that just made my day and then the next day <laughs> I completed this. Uh, sorry, I didn't complete the set yet. Uh, I got Big G the next day, our bear in hibernation. Don't talk about Big G. Not since the spear incident. Oh, oh you still, still saw the spear incident. That was yeah, emotionally. Ago. Look, it takes a while to get over something like that. Oh, actually, no, he speared you at Project W last year as well. Oh, see? Yeah. I thought that was just a reoccurring nightmare, but it turns out it's real. No, every time every time he comes back, he just spears you. That's like a recurring <laughs> thing. Uh, Wait, I'm going to yeah. try and spear him the next time. I feel like that wouldn't work. Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you're in isolation. You think of all these crazy things that you think you can do. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, either way, Big G appeared on the uh, Instagram live with me for a bit. And then I did another one with Callum and thus completed the uh, the cost set. Yeah. Very yeah. good. What what are you gonna do now then? Um find other other friends, I guess. You have other we could friends. do like Yeah. <laughs> oh, Connor uh, straight in there. Connor, Connor. Uh, you know what, right? That was so predictable. <laughs> I felt it coming through the energy of my headphones. I felt it and you went there. And you know what, that's fine. It's fine. You're just you're just jealous. I mean, friend or not, people are so bored right now. They'll probably just do it anyway. Exactly. That's it. I'm prying on people's <laughs> swoop in and save the day. Oh, have you watched any wrestling recently? Because uh, a lot of people, a lot of um, promotions have put free matches up, so that's quite cool. They have. I've never uh, before probably. seen stuff. To be fair, I'll be honest, I haven't watched much since last week. The last thing I saw was a show that I was actually a part of, which was probably the one of the last shows to actually happen, which was... Hang, no on, hang, hang, hang on a sec. Yo. Are, you, are you talking about yourself? I'm talking about No Fans Monday. I just have I would to like everyone to raise their drink and mm-hmm. take the first sip of this podcast as yeah, Costa takes need, us. You need an excuse <laughs> to drink. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, yes, No Fans Monday. Let's talk about that. That was fun. Yeah, did, did you watch? Did you I watch did. Of course How I did. How great was my commentary? Now <laughs> I'm talking about me. <laughs> John, I think you actually did really well. I can't, I can't. Oh, I really wanted to as well. I was like, oh, I really want to rib him if he messes up. But you did a really I, good job. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> but no, on a serious note, uh, yeah, no, the whole show was really good. So, like, obviously, I was there 
uh, for the show, which I can, if you want, I can give a little insight to in a bit. But what did you oh. think of the show as someone who watched it? I was, I was first of all, but when I heard it was announced and saw like all the huge names on there, I was very intrigued as to how it would happen. Because, um, you know, we've all seen like M2 matches and stuff and they've got a different vibe. But a whole show of no fans, um, has that been done before? I'm not, I'm not sure of it. Um, by that point, sure it had been because yeah. Smack, SmackDown did it on the Friday before. Uh, oh, right. No yeah. Monday, but we announced it first. So, there. So, we're, yeah, you win. Yeah. Um, and in the beginning, I was a little bit, I don't know, not... Um, I, was, I didn't know how it was going to go down. And then as soon as the first match started, that was OJ Mo and Paul Robinson, wasn't it? The first match? Yep, right. uh, yeah. I mean, them two are just brilliant anyway. And that was a great first match. And as the matches went on, it became its own show, really, in like its own style. And I've really, really enjoyed it. Some of those matches <laughs> as well were insane. Yeah. No, they were it was, absolutely it was insane. Um, so for me, obviously, like I said, I was there and had a lot to do with it. So Will had actually messaged me. Well, he put that tweet out first to say about the idea of doing a no fans show, um, which just I think was just at first was a bit of a joke. But then it's Will. So it's also not a joke. It's like if we can make it happen, let's make it happen. Um, and then he got in touch with the guys at WrestleTalk because they had originally booked that venue for a WrestleTalk showcase show that day, which would have mm. featured uh, matches from WrestleGate, Frontline, uh, NGW, and more. I forget, I'm drawing a blank. But yeah, there's more. there was more promotions that were involved as well. Um, and yeah, so the venue was already booked. So he got in touch with them, because obviously Will didn't really have an idea of how to live stream it so people could watch it. And then they worked everything out and then they got in touch with everybody. And next thing you know, it was happening. And it was just, honestly, we got there on the day. And I just, <laughs> I just this is what sort of did it for me. Because we were like doing setup and everything and running through stuff. And all of a sudden I was stood there with Will. Uh, and I think Paul Robinson was next to me and Alex Shane was next to me as well. Like the four of us were sort of stood there chatting. And then all of a sudden we saw uh, Pyro going up on the stage. And Will and, yeah. Will and Paul just had to do a double take, and so did I. And then we looked at Alex and we were like, we have Pyro? And he was like, yeah, it was going to be here anyway for the WrestleTalk show. And then we were just like, I, we, I was in hysterics. I was like, that's amazing. We have Pyro on a show <laughs> where there are no fans. But, <laughs> I've been but then you shows, think... It... I've, on, well, I've been on shows where there are loads of fans and there's no Pyro, but this, yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. And it, it was awesome. You got to think because there is no, there is no fans. All the fans are watching online, and there was bloody thousands of them as well. So it really added to it because obviously, otherwise, all you see is an emptiness around the ring. Um, no, so sure. I thought it was really good, actually. That they had no, something like that. Whole, it was really strange. So, like being on commentary for it at first, when the show first started, it was really odd because it's like there's no atmosphere. It's like really quiet and. Just like me, Alex, and Ollie, who were on commentary, yeah. we were kind of setting the atmosphere a little bit at the start with what was happening. And then match one started, and it probably wasn't until I'd say a couple of minutes into that first match, you start to forget that there's no fans there. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and that's a credit to the guys wrestling. Like Robbo and uh, Ojmo did a really great job 
of being that first match and just delivering a really good match, which made you forget there was no one in attendance. And then oh. every match that followed it just did the same thing. And I honestly, top to bottom, I thought that whole card was great. Um, I, I felt like I was watching like um, just something on a network or something or a pivot chair. I forgot that it was live. And like yeah. a few times I paused to go to the toilet or get a drink or something. And I realized I couldn't really pause it. And I was like, bloody hell, I forget this is live. Everyone is filming this, they're doing the commentary and everything's live. And it was, you know, just reminded me of how amazing that was, really. Yeah, like credit, hats off to like all the wrestlers and uh, all of the tech people from like wrestling, yeah. everyone involved. Because honestly, there was like, there was a few really minor like blips, I guess, but nothing huge. And but yeah, considering it was put together on four days notice as well and the way the world has been like the past few I guess months now, whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, it was really cool. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it was just an awesome show to be we, a part. And we, we couldn't do that now. So you think that was a week, what, a week ago? Yeah. Just over yeah, a week ago. And now, if that was one week later, that would have to be cancelled. Exactly. Well, literally that night, the idea was that if this went well, we could potentially do it every week. But then, sure enough, we realised, okay, we're probably not going to be able to do that now. But you know, mm. at least we managed to get one in and. Everyone gets a, everyone got a, a decent wage out of it as well, um, thanks to all of the fans and everyone who yeah. donated and uh, bought the t-shirts as well. And it, it, to be fair, it was t-shirts crazy. sold out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they sold that was out. Incredible. Uh, while we were live, I think they sold out. I think it was even before it was halfway through the show. I heard one of you say the t-shirt sold out, and I was like, "Bloody, that's incredible!" Yeah, yeah, we sold out during the show, and then also I remember. At one, it was crazy for me because I'm sat at the commentary desk, and to the right, uh, to the left of me was Ollie, and he had on his uh, screen like all of the stats of the YouTube live feed, and mm-hmm. I could see like the amount of viewers that we would currently have, and then next to it, I like so by the end of it, it was crazy. Like I think the most we had watching live at one time, oh, I think it was a maybe twelve thousand something like that at one time watching I, I could be wrong, but don't, don't, it was around the 10,000 mark for sure um and you think about how many thousands have watched it since then yeah well this was the crazy thing just just that night alone the amount of people who had like gone in and out of watching that video was over a hundred thousand and now like, i looked a couple of days ago and it was up over one hundred and sixty-eight thousand views so that in a is weird way, insane. What was, what's insane about this is, and I, I think I said this to Malik like a couple of days before, because I, I kind of knew that it would get a lot of views because the Wrestle Talk uh, YouTube page is very popular and all of their videos get huge amounts of views. Um, and I said to Malik, like, there's going to be no fans there. But what it, <laughs> this, the, I think the phrase I used was for most people, this will be the lowest attendance they've ever had for a show but it's weirdly the biggest show they've ever done. So do you, how, how was the vibe there then? Because obviously you guys were just doing your job and you, you didn't know how many people were tuning in or involved until you were told ever so often. Well, and then the wrestlers, like you say, they were performing to an empty arena with absolutely no idea how many people were watching. No, nah, so, the, so the how was that? I think, the, well, we, I kind of knew because obviously I was sat next to Ollie and he had all the stats on his thing. So every once in a while I'd sort of peer over and I could see how many were watching. Uh, and I think so, the wrestlers, I think, actually did know because they had a screen backstage uh, where they were watching uh, the show through the live feed as well. So they were, could see 
like when you're watching a live YouTube video, you can actually see how many people are watching with you. Um, so I think they knew that. But yeah, it was just craziness. Like, yeah, just everyone went out there and gave it their all, despite how many people, whether whether it was like five people watching it or the thousands that we ended up having watch it, everyone was there to like just have a good time. God, imagine like being backstage. You know, it's like no fans will see, and then you see the stats go up every like every match, and you know that you're going to go out, and you think, God, well, I know that ten thousand people are going to be watching this, but I'm going to get out there, and there's no one there. I can't comprehend that. That must be incredible. Yeah, it it really was. It was a great show. Um, but yeah, so I, what was your favourite match? It's a hard one because they were all quite yeah, different as well. Every every match on that card, I enjoyed. I think. Obviously, the best match really was probably BM Will. Mills and Carl Fletcher had an incredible match as well. God, yeah, they went at it. For me personally, I think the match I just enjoyed the most was probably David Starr and Callum. I, I w- I've watched that three times now. Um, yeah, I loved it. There was so much going on there and loads of story. And some people as well, because I know... Um, because it was obviously internationally broadcast, a lot of people hadn't seen Callum before. Um, And I think, I mean, we love Callum anyway, he's our boy, so anything to get him out there where he deserves to be is good. But um, yeah, a friend of of mine's from America, and they were like, oh, who's this um, Callum Newman? I was like, oh, well, he actually goes to our school. So, um, But they'd never heard of him, and they were like really impressed, so... Yeah, no, he, Callum, Callum did a great job. David Starr, uh, obviously one of the best wrestlers on the independence team right now. And yeah. Like, yeah, they, they put on an amazing match. Um, and yeah, the, like I keep saying, honestly, that whole show was just awesome and great to be around. Um, and everyone left happy and everyone got a good payday out of it. The fans all enjoyed it and, you know, get brought a little bit of uh, joy during a difficult yeah. time in the global universe. I did uh, I did message B after I met and said, um, I wish I could beat the fuck out of Kelly Six like you did to Will. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm not condoning wow. them domestic violence. <laughs> wow, that was that took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because you know like intergender matches aren't they if they're on a show, they're not really main event. And B and Will are two of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, they beat the shit out of They really time. did, and you just, oh. Do you want to become the next Will Ospreay? Amazing. The next Cara Noir, or even the next match. Nina Samuels? Then you need to get yourself down to the London School of Lucha Libre, open three days a week, Monday and Wednesday, open to all levels, from beginners to intermediates to pros, with Tuesday strictly advanced and pros. All classes are open from 7.30pm till 10.30pm, and are just £10. So get yourself down to the famous Resistance Gallery and be trained by the legendary Greg Burridge, where you can become the future star of Brit Ress today. Uh, so, yeah, you just probably would have heard there that advert for the London School of Lucha Libre. Uh, yeah, you should come down and check it out once all of this stuff is over. Unfortunately, it is currently closed uh, because of, you know, the coronavirus situation that's 
ruining the world. But, you know, once it's all done, come down and check out great lucha things. I mean, if you can survive the coronavirus, you can survive the rascal very easily. Well, or the other way around, really. If you, if you can yeah, survive the rascal, you can survive coronavirus. <laughs> if you can survive the rascal, you can survive anything. That's yeah. my rule. Yeah, um, that's how yeah. teaches you to wash your hands, really, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, honestly, yeah, once all this stuff's done, if you want to, you know, learn how to be a luchador, a wrestler, a sports entertainer, whatever you want to call it, that's, uh, that's the place to be. Uh, I do and also on. tech and things like that and hosting and... Yeah, everything. I mean, we teach, they teach everything down at Lucha. Um, but I mean, while we're on the subject of uh, putting stuff over and cheap plugs, how about uh, a little bit of love for our our ruthless and not not ruthless? That's the wrong word. Uh, fearless. That's the one I was looking for. Our fearless leader, uh, Mr. Greg Burridge. Uh, yeah, kind of go ahead and put a little like cheer thing in there. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> let me say. Let me say his name again. I'm going to say his name again, and right here is where you put in a little audio of yay from people. Okay, okay you ready? Well off. Let's let's show some love. Uh, Fearless leader, Mr. Greg Burridge. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Greg, obviously, where the school is shut, um, it's affecting everybody, uh, and Greg a lot as well because you know, as the school is a lot of Greg's income. So Greg is doing some really cool stuff at the moment to you know obviously try to make some money as well, but also to help all of the trainees and you know doesn't want people to stop learning uh so greg i don't know how often he's doing these i think it's a, is it every week or every few days something like that um i think it's as and when really i think he had a patreon but he's not doing that anymore yeah, i don't I, think i think he has some issues with the patreon that he set up so now it's basically just from my understanding and i'm, I'm going to try and do a podcast with greg while this is happening as well yeah um, but uh, he's doing a lot of stuff. I think he's doing his own uh, podcast as well, which is good. Um, but he's also doing these videos, which he's going to post up as and when, along with a PayPal account, which you don't have to, you know, put money into to watch the videos and learn from Greg. But, you know, any anything you can put towards it would be great because obviously it's, you know, it, we all know that everyone's struggling right now financially. But, you know, whatever we can give and help. And Greg, Greg has so much knowledge from everything. Yeah, like the latest video he put up was uh, uppercuts and forearm demonstrations, and he literally like just beat up his arm against the wall just to teach us all the ways. Um, so yeah, if you want to go and watch them and check them out, you just basically find Greg or, or any of the London School Lucha Libre pages on social media, which there'll be links for uh, on all of this. Thanks to Connor. And you can... Uh, if you want to put some money towards any of that, you can. You can send Greg uh, some money via PayPal, which is Burridge, B-U-R-R-I-D-G-E, and then 81 at gmail.com. Connor, put that in the link below. Will do. Good and man. also, if the world turns to um, turn south and uh, it does become the apocalypse, you're going to learn everything you need to know to fend off zombies and other humans. So yeah, it's worth fair. learning. To be fair, if anybody is going to be able to teach you how to fight a zombie, <laughs> in wrestling, it's going to be. Yeah, I'm fun. going straight to Burridge's house if this yeah. turns to shit. 
Really, well, I just I just mean if it like you know there's some great wrestling trainers out there. I take nothing away from any of them, but if the world's coming to an end and there's going to be a zombie apocalypse, the one wrestling trainer that I won't have in my back is Greg Burridge. Hundred percent. He is. He's been prepared for zombies most of his life. I think he secretly wants it to happen. Nah, no. <laughs> I think. I think he. It, the only part of him that maybe wants it to happen is the the filmmaker in him because he he'd get he's whipping his camcorder out. And he would like, right, try and get all I'm the. I'm going to record myself uh, kicking the shit out of some zombies. Um, just on that as well there are some limited edition um, Keep Calm and Lucheron t-shirts and they so half the the price of that goes towards the upkeep of the Razgal so obviously Razgal's empty but it still needs to be looked after Um, and you can get them at onthegear.co.uk and we are actually shipping out a load of them tomorrow who uh, Who runs On The Gear? Oh, well, um, I guess, I think it's a lovely person called Darcy Stone who runs that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And so, what, uh, what, what, what else can they find on the gear? Well, <laughs> do you know what? Just because if you're listening, when is this going up? Probably not for another day or two, something like that. Cool, then I can say this. I, well, can I, I say that, I've, I've, I've guessed that because Connor's, it's up to Connor, really. <laughs> I'd say oh. Friday, probably. Friday. Oh, okay. All right. Hello, Friday, uh, future listeners. Um, so you can also find at onthegear.co.uk um, some very exclusive Cos Industries t-shirts. Oh, boom, boom. They are work. sick as well. They're really great. Um, and they also are. some um, the first ever t-shirt design from Callum Newman, the Prince of Pace. Oof. There and there. We've got. We've got Santeria from Lucha Britannia. We've got loads of people, loads. Um, there you and go. We're going to add a whole load more. So anyone who wants to buy any t-shirts, go to there. And if you also want your t-shirts on there, we don't charge any fee to put them on. So can't you know. say fairer than that. Yeah. Yeah. That, I really right? hate plugging um, it, but yeah. If well, you, you know, but you got you got to plug your stuff. We'll create. We'll, you know, we'll try and create an advert for I'm you. Terrible at business. Advertising on here. Um, but yeah, no, if any fans or even trainees or wrestlers who are watching, you know, support each other, buy each other, buy merch and, uh, you know, do what we can to help each other through this horrible, horrible time that we're in right now. Indeed. Good. Uh, um, yeah, cool. So I, go on. No, no, you go first. Go I was on. just going to say, well, what would you like to talk about really? I was going to talk about family friendly wrestling, but maybe we can do that a bit later. Oh, we can talk about family-friendly wrestling. I, funnily enough, so I actually put out uh, a little thing on the socials uh, uh, about an hour ago or so, something like that, just to see what other people would like to talk about. And uh, young Mark Rowe of The New Blood wants to hear our thoughts on family-friendly wrestling anyway. Oh, he well, is. hello, Mark Rowe. Yeah, he's um, also asked us for triple L predictions uh, and opinions on the empty arena. Well, we've already spoken about yeah. the No Fans Monday and... This isn't a WWE podcast, so I'm not going to, you know, put them over too much. They they have their own platforms for that. Yeah, <laughs> they've so, got a lot of platforms for that. Yeah, they um, have far too many platforms, if anything. But uh, yeah, so family friendly. What do you want to What do you want to speak of? Um, I've got the match card in front of me, and I was, I was gonna. I was there. Oh. I was doing commentary 
live. Uh, live and I've just realised as well, actually, this match card is not accurate because obviously with everything going on, there had to be oh. some amendments. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I can't remember the full card because it was like, when was it? It was a week and a half ago now. A week and a half, yeah. The I, can remember, I can remember some. Um, so... Okay, what do I remember? This is. Should I go through what what I've got in front of me, and you can tell me what happened? Sure, sure. Um, so number one, I had, and these might these probably aren't accurate. I had Buffalo Soldier versus Eros Diablo. Uh, no, that did not happen. That didn't happen. Uh, no, I do want to see oh, that though. Okay. So Eros Diablo was in a Lucha Chaos match, um, mm-hmm. which was a decent Chaos match. That featured. Okay, now I'm going to really struggle. Okay, I'm not going to go through them because I honestly can't remember everyone who was in it. I remember. That's fine. Oh, everyone, just shout your there. name if you're in it. I'm sorry I'm if I forget you. anybody, but I know Rebel Kinney was in there as well, and Anarcho Montana. Uh, LA White. LA White. And, LA White. Uh, David Reckham, he was in there as well. Oh, I think that cool, was all, cool. I think it was only five. Um, but yeah, that was a good, good. Good little opener. Um, what was next? Connor, chip in if you remember. Feel free, because you were there. Well, what was next was myself and Phil debuting as the tag team. Oh, wait. Oh, wait wow. That was a great segue. There we go. Good job. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> I'm really proud of that. I didn't even yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and last with the Phil. other podcast. Well, Sorry, what happened there? I was going to say, um, when we did... The last podcast I did for Leech Pod, you had just left uh, Brothers of Seduction. Yes. So, so tagging with Phil. Tagging with Phil. That you finally found hey. something I match to get on with. Yeah. <laughs> How's that going? How's the vibe? The vibe's great. I mean, it's amazing not to be thrown to the wolves at the end of every show. Can't oh, I don't know, though. <laughs> Who was it you, you tagged against again? It was Tengu's boys, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Karuma. Oh, Kar- I can't remember his name. QB. QB and Akuma. Akuma. Yeah, that was it. I, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I do remember that because it reminded me of Kuma, the bear from Tekken. Oh, I kept singing Akuma. Ah. Yeah. Um, yeah, how did you feel about how your match went, mate? The match went great. I mean, we got to win. So. That's all you can get. All that matters, really, isn't it? How how did you get the win? Um, A special new move that is currently unnamed, um, which involves a neck breaker and a super kick together. Oh, it's a little tag team move. It is a little tag team move. Can you just keep it as unnamed? We can. I mean, I think Phil might have a problem with that, but we can try it. I can't imagine Oops. Phil having a problem with anything. <laughs> so <laughs> chilled out. Collected guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big love to Phil. Anyway, listen, uh, yeah, let's... Um, listen, <laughs> listen, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Anyway, uh, <laughs> match three was, I believe, Callum versus Darian. Yes. Oh, oh, Darian's last match before he had to... He was swept back away to the USA. Yeah, so Darian, member of the New Blood, um, or Anthony Agogo Jr., as Anthony Agogo calls him. Oh, um, he is, though. 
They do. They look. At, he does look like a mini me of Anthony Agogo. They got the same haircut and everything. It's great. Yeah. Um, I, I was genuinely shocked that they didn't do a quick little gimmick or something there. But you know. Um, but yeah, he had his last match at Lucha before having to go back to America against uh, the Prince of Pace, little brother Callum. And yeah, they, you know, they put on a pretty good match. Um, beat the shit out of each other. And Callum picked up the win. Which meant that you know it was a loser leaves lucha match, and you know that no, meant, that that's why he had to go to America. America. Yeah, because Callum. It was Callum's fault. Yeah, it's all okay. Everything is always Callum's fault. <laughs> God, he's so many life lessons to learn. Yep, um, but you know he was nice enough to you know say some nice things about him on the microphone after he beat him. So you know, mm. maybe he's been humbled. <laughs> um, well, potentially, I, d- I, d- I doubt it, though, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that. What else was there? Um, can't remember. Oh, yes, okay. I, I can't believe that I actually, I actually just remembered all three of the next matches. Cool. So I don't know if this is in order, but I'm pretty certain the next match was uh, Big Beefy Boris, as I now call him. <laughs> Big old Boris, yeah. Known, known to some as Boris Steele, known now to all as Big Beefy Boris. Um, he took on, well, he was meant to take on one Hombre del Roca. However, Hombre being the smart man that he is, no showed the show because Boris is a mountain of a man. And why on earth would you set yourself up for failure? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, Tengu isn't as smart, so Tengu showed up instead. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he got pretty much flattened by Boris. And well, okay, so this is the thing, right? This is this is what sets Boris apart from everyone else to me. As much as you know, he's still failing you, and he, he's still got a lot to learn. But you know, it, the whole thing about you have to be a big dude in wrestling to get anything—that obviously that's not true anymore. You know, yeah. anyone if your t- if talent comes above everything. But the thing that it's one of the things that Greg always says, right? He wants wrestlers to look like action figures, right? And Boris just looks like an action figure. And when you first see him, you can't help but just go, well, fuck. He is. Well, actually, he's a you know big what? boy. I remember one, one time he did like um, a pin. We were doing some sort of training, we were doing like a pin drill where. Everyone gets in pinned and stuff, and you have to kick out of them. And he yeah. pinned me, and I legit, like, it was like a sheet pin. And it wasn't because he oh, meant yeah. to do it as a sheet pin, but he's, he's just, just heavy. He, he's just a unit, isn't he? Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing he came out, and like his music hit, and the moment he walked into Vision, there was a certain couple of other wrestlers sat on the stage while we were doing commentary. Uh, ones by the name of Will Ospreay and B Priestley. And Boris appeared from like out of the shadows of the stairs. And the moment Will saw him, Will just looked at me with his mouth <laughs> wide open and just went, who is that? Oh my God, I can totally imagine that. <laughs> and yeah, it was honestly like, yeah. And to be fair, it was a very, it was a very fun and entertaining match for me. Um, was it my favorite? I think it was my favorite. It wasn't the best match on the card, but it was my probably my favorite. It was the one I probably enjoyed the most. 
But uh, yeah, then Boris picked up the DQ win after the Tengu's boys ran interference. But mm-hmm. uh, Boris smashed, uh, smashed Boris them afterwards. Smashed. Boris smashed, big beefy Boris. Uh, and then what else did we have? We had uh, Bowman took on young upstart Ted Sabin. Oh, Ted. I've been waiting to see him at um, Lucha, to be honest. Yeah, so for he's, me... He's a good was, guy. So for me, as much as I think Boris's match with Tengu was my favourite match, this one was probably the best match of the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bowman and Ted had a really good match. Uh, with some really funny little moments in there as well. There was a little uh, a little cheeky wink to one aerial assassin sat on stage when yes. Ted hit an, an Oz cutter on the bone. Oh, no. Uh, and only got a two count on said Oz cutter as well. So, uh, oh, God. Why? <laughs> Let's not yeah. talk about Will's reaction to that one. Yeah, no, he wasn't too pleased. But, uh, you know, it was, still, it was a great match. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, Ted did very well. You know, it's his first match. In Lucha, I believe. Um, yeah, very, very. I'm good. excited with Ted because you know, like you know, Callum. Everyone used to say that Callum was a mini Osprey, mm-hmm. um, and he's definitely made his own thing. But I think Ted's now like a mini Callum. Uh, potentially, but I think how, how old is Ted? 14? I don't know. I think he's 14. No, I'm sure he's older. Is he? I don't know, but he's tiny. Is it inappropriate <laughs> to stalk a minor on Facebook to find Stop out what, how old they are? Um, I've been... Because I'm doing it. So, you know, you're already doing it. it it's for <laughs> research purposes, so it's fine. It is. Um, but yeah, no, Ted, Ted did great in that match. And Bo, uh, Bo Man did a very good job of uh, giving him a great first match. And Bowman's probably one of the most underrated wrestlers we've got at Lucha Old uh, go out on a limb to say he is he is very yeah. underrated very, um, very Ted good. Ted was born in 2003 so he's only a year younger than Callum then yeah which would mean he's 16 gosh what's with all these young people don't know me, me and so, these young so people bitter. Well, you're, you're younger than, I think everyone's younger than me to be fair yeah that's it. That's why I feel young. <laughs> um, right, well, then, on the card. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was the main event, which was Evan Lee United, uh, the team of Evan Lee himself, Danny Reckham, and uh, the return of one Harry Payne from his... Oh, is he back? Was it a knee injury or a leg injury? or? He, um, he dislocated his knee right. about two shows ago, two, three shows ago. Um, yeah, so he made his return and they faced the new blood, but obviously Darian was not in that match because he wrestled Callum Newman. So mm-hmm. Keenan and Mark had to find a replacement partner in the form of Tarquin. Ooh. How did that go down? Yep. <laughs> How did that go down? What was that? I said, how did that go down? Um, so that was a very entertaining match. Um, I did 
come up with a new team name for Tarquin and the new blood, though. Go on. Oh, we lost him. Hello? Oh, no. He's back. I think, Hello? Keep, I think we keep cutting out. Should we restart the um, call? Yeah. I think, can you hear me now? We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I think we can keep going. Yeah. Let's go from uh, the new blood thing. How are we okay. leading in? You can just do, you did come up with a new name. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so I I actually came up with a new name for the new blood now that they have, I don't know if it's a one-off team, I assume it is, but for that one time they teamed, they are now the old blood. <laughs> <laughs> just because Tarquin's joined them. Yeah, because he's like, what, 103? I don't think he'd be very happy with that. Well, he wasn't. Everyone, everyone was chanting uh, Uncle Tarquin. Uncle Tarquin? Oh, my God. That sounds a little bit crazy. But well, I think it's because I said he's like the awkward uncle at, uh, who's trying to hang out with the young kids. Oh, he is, though. He yeah. is. Especially um, since yeah. with Clementine and stuff, then he's tried to be a bit more fun. Yeah. We also saw uh, Orange Tarquin at uh, one of the Lucha League shows of late. That was well. my favourite thing impersonation of orange cassidy um however i have it on good authority that uh well i'm not going to give anything away obviously but tarquin has a little special surprise in store for whenever the london lucha league returns um oh yeah so i i you know i top secret i have my my connections and uh tarquin let me in on a little seat everyone take a drink (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, keep drinking. It's fine. You'll be hammered in about five minutes. Connor, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Pepsi. I'll let you off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, that was the family-friendly show. I thought overall it was... Uh, you know, we, we, there wasn't that many people there watching because of the whole thing that's going on. I kind of assumed... Yeah, of course. But uh, you know what? The, I always find that a lot of the time... Whenever you've got a smaller crowd, that tends to be end up being one of your better shows. And it really was. It was a very good show, top to bottom. And I thought everyone did a great job. Yeah, well done to everyone who um, was able to participate and to people who actually were able to come down because that was sort of the start of the outbreak, wasn't it? So, or the, or the lockdown scenario. Yeah, um, no, it was great. Do you want to talk about? The triple L predictions. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, what's oh, mate? It's so long ago now. I'm trying to remember. I know. It was Miss uh, Rasheen and Clementine. Yeah, I'm just them. having a look at the thing. Clementine, Clementine won, and so she's still the champ. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was it. It was meant to be Clementine versus Anarco at the next show, but obviously that yeah. show was postponed due to current events. So, what do you think would have happened there? Uh, I think Clementine would have retained. See, I do as well. And I, I'm a big fan of Anarcho, but she's, Clementine's just on a roll. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like they would have had a really good match. But I think the way that Clementine has 
been lately, it would it would have been strange for her to lose the belt this early. So yeah, uh, yeah I think she would have definitely retained, and it would have you know. But you never know. We might still get the match, and I could be proved wrong, and Anarco could uh, pinch it. But you know, that's my prediction on that. If that happens, if not, I also predict that I don't know something something interesting could be happening at Triple L in the near future. Mm, why do I feel like this is a hint to yourself? Me? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm retired. I know. I know you don't. You're not keen on getting back. What would well, make I, you get it's back? Not that. It's not. It's nothing that I'm not keen. It's just I did. Um, we did that whole series last year, and it was like, okay, cool. So now it's time for me. What when you lost? Back. Yeah, I did lose. I lost the title in that triple threat match. But no, it was stop like, being gracious. Stop being a gracious loser. Well, you know, I lost fair and square, you know. It hurts, won't lie, but it is what it is. Yeah, let's talk more about that. No, no, no. No one's about my feelings. Um, You're right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. But uh, no, for me, it was just a case of, you know, I've done my, like, the biggest thing I can probably do here. So let's step aside and give other people a chance. And since I've done that now, you know, yeah, it's been good. awesome. Clement, Clementine has literally taken the ball and ran with it. Callum was on a roll for a while as well. He's still on that roll, but he's making waves yes. outside of Lucha as well now. And yeah, there's fucking, there's so much great talent, you know. But having said that, you know, never say never. Costa K mm. might just uh, dust off them old boots and uh, make his way down to the res gal and uh, kick some ass. But it would all mm. depend. It depends on, you know, the situation uh, and who is most deserving of a smack in the face from I thought we didn't say who's most deserving well you know actually we I'm still keen on having a rematch what with me not, not for the belt but just for pride reasons yeah nah you already what do I need to wrestle you for because I'm going to come back bigger well fatter probably not muscle <laughs> <laughs> you keep drinking like that you're going to end up a little bit bigger it's more the food when you just stuck at home you're like I don't know what to do I'm just going to eat um, but yeah it'll be nice to have a fair fight I think although saying that there's so many new people at Lucha that I'd love to wrestle yeah okay well like, here you go now little, little game here uh, who when you come back who do you most want to wrestle I would Gladly take on anyone from the young blood. Right. Just because what they haven't they haven't been on the shows that long, but everything I've seen them do is it's been great and I'm like, yep, yeah, I want to take them on. I'd like to have some kind of match with Jackson Roses, even though we know how I feel about him. But I don't really want him bringing in Boris. I could probably take him, but you know what I mean? Mm. You're, you're, I can't see that going well for you. <laughs> yeah, I could. Mm, yeah, and obviously, me and Phil have had some run-ins. So if he's now Connor, uh, tagging with you, Connor, oh, maybe I need to find. Fire. Yeah, maybe I need who to find a tag partner. Tag, yeah, who would you see. tag with against Connor and Phil? <sighs> see, telling you would give it away. Uh, but okay. if I no. if I could bring back a certain, I don't know. 
sparkly neon type of person. Costa? Totally. Uh, Costa and sequins? I am the sparkliest of humans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, if I could maybe get someone like that to tag with me, then yeah, I'd be up for that for sure. Well, good luck with that one, Connor, because that if that happens, you're 100% not winning that match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we stand a chance. Nah, yeah, we're going to twerk you today. Nah, Cassius don't do losing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just do uh, what you did, Costa, and just target the leg. Against Ron. Good shout. Oh, good shout. Wh- what? Yeah, just target the leg. No, listen, okay, my leg right, will be bionic. It's well. the scar tissue is stronger, okay? So your theory doesn't work. Mm. Unless you go for the other leg. Well, but. either way, we're a long way off from that because not only right. are you still hurt, but there's also a lot of other things more, preventing More important things going on, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but so, we'll see. Um, Never know. Costa, who, if you came back to Triple L, who, who would you target? Who, who are your eyes on? I mean... I don't know who I would target, but like when I look around at who we've got right now, people who I would like, to, who I think I could have really good matches with and would particularly like to work with. Um, yeah, I think I think the new blood for me as well, uh, particularly Mark Rowe. I think I could have a really good match with Mark. Yeah, um, I'd just beat the shit out of him for about five to ten minutes, and then that'd be that. <laughs> I don't know. I think he'd give you a run for your money. I'm sure he would, but you know, he can run. But once I once I catch him and slow him down, then he's in trouble. That's mm. usually how it goes. But anyway, yeah, Mark would be a good one. Um, I, you know what? I I okay. So I pitched this to this person a while ago, and I'm still waiting to hear back from his people. But uh, I'm pretty certain, you know, there's something in the pipeline here for potential mm-hmm. in the near, in the you know, possible near future. But as many people may have seen recently, uh, Costa has done his little bit of uh, outside of the ring roles in wrestling, like commentary. But I've also, mm-hmm. I've also dipped my toe in the managing role up at mm-hmm. uh, up at WrestleGate in Nottingham. Uh, so I think I would make a great manager because. For London Lucha League, because at the end of the day, every great football team needs an even better manager. And that's all I'm going to say, you know? Hmm. That's all I'm saying. Sorry. Um, Throwing that out there. Okay, so if anyone, whoever's listening, maybe they can suggest matches for both of us, for for if you come back and when I come back. And also for Connor, I think, as well. That would be quite fun. Yeah, no one wants to see Connor wrestle. Everyone wants to see me. <laughs> you got left. That was so mean. <laughs> you got left on red by Evan Lee. Listen, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I feel fiction, dude. <laughs> Listen, yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think. <sighs> I don't think if there's any anyone else really. Like, okay, Clementine, obviously. Uh, because she has the London Lucha yeah. League Championship, and you know, if you're not going for the gold, what are you doing? So, Absolutely, I'd yeah. love to face Clementine. I, yeah, I'd beat the crap out of her. It'd be great, equal opportunities and all that. So, something else that uh, has been posted by the people, uh, something they want to know about, 
I'm not just saying this because you know, mm. me ish, but basically, someone wants to know more about Project W. Oh, well, I want to know more about Project W as well. So, well, I don't know what they want to know. I mean, they can know that it's on July 25th at the Resgal, you know, everything pending. Currently, the plan is that it will still take place, but obviously, you know, if this all keeps going then we will have to look into making changes and seeing what we can do but currently as it stands the hope is that we should still be able to run but we'll uh we'll address that nearer the time as and when but yeah july is quite a long way away so fingers crossed yeah, fingers crossed you know hopefully the world isn't still in the shit <laughs> by that point but uh god yeah i yeah, think we'll I be tearing so. our hair out for you yeah but uh yeah the plan is to do project w from the Res Gal on July 25th, and tickets are just £15, which can be bought mm-hmm. at the Project W Big Cartel website. And who is, um, give us some names about some people you're featuring on the show. So we're still in the midst of actually announcing uh, a lot of the talent, like when announcing them every weekday. Currently, we've only got a few more left to announce, I believe. Uh, but so far, we have announced the following. On July 25th at Project W, there will be Sweet Soraya Knight, Mr. Ooh. Crowley, the heavy hitter Malik, the Zebra Kid Roy Knight, the Neon Explosion Cassius, the yeah. London Lucha League champion Clementine. Champentine. Champentine, yes. Uh, <laughs> along with the ever-violent one, the Proteus champion of progress paul robinson wow that is incredible lineup but we're not done yet there's more uh there's the mayor of funky town bruno brown there's the legendary phoenix jody fleisch the return from hibernation of one big g as well and then this week alone we've also announced uh mercedes blaze will be there Hey. The other half of the UK hooligans, the highlight Zap Knight, will be there. And just announced about two hours ago today, the Bowman, the Golden Pony himself, will be at Project W on July 25th. So there you I go. Know. Everyone's going to be there. Everyone's going to be there. It's a hell of a lineup. And there's still, uh, I think, five or six announcements left to go. What? Yeah. Are you, um, are, you, are you doing a rap battle? Well, we haven't announced that yet, but I will go ahead and announce now that yes, don't <laughs> Mike uh, will be back. Uh, I won't be announcing who's in it yet as we want to leave it as a surprise. Although actually, mm-hmm. I think I did actually say who was in it last night on, during a live Instagram video with Malik, but only the six or seven people who were watching at the time get to know who that is. So, uh, See, there you go, guys. You have to tune in to Costa's um, live Instagrams if you want to find out all the hot goss from Project W. There you go. There will be more tidbits of information dropped on those purely because when we're doing those, I tend to lose all sense of what I'm doing and I just start talking and saying stuff that I, not that I shouldn't say, but just that, you know, I should save for announcements. Yeah. Yeah. So you get the I think case. we're all losing the plot, aren't we? Oh, for sure. I never thought I'd be doing live Instagram videos with like Malik, but <laughs> here we are. You know, anything to kill time. 
But uh, yeah, oh, actually, I tell you what, I can reveal one more person who's going to be on the show because if this isn't going to go out till Friday anyway, this person will be announced by then anyway. Go on. So, also at Project W on July 25th is the tag team partner of the Golden Pony, one Bobby Champagne Jr., the other half of the Brothers of Seduction. Who? Bobby Champagne Jr. Bobby, brother, big brother Bobby in the house. Oh, see, I do like them two tagging together. Well, I, I, well, they might not be tagging together, but they're both going to be there. Hmm, that might mean. I, I don't think I've seen them. Well, I've seen Bowman wrestle in his own, but I'm not sure I've seen Bobby Champagne Jr. wrestle in his own. So that would be interesting. Um, I've so. seen him wrestle on his own in the past, like a long, long time ago. But uh, yeah, this you know this is going to be an interesting show. Who are you most excited to see at Project W? God, I know for that list of names. Um, There's some big well, hitters on that list right there. You know, like one of my bucket list matches is with Soraya Knight. So obviously, I'm both equally excited and terrified to see her at um, Project W. Cassius, my boy. Also, the debut of um, Mr. Charles Crowley. Yep. That'll be very exciting. In, uh, I mean, I know what the matches are already. Like I've, you know, mm. have an inside scoop in that I pick the matches. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I know what everyone's doing. And uh, yeah, 100%, you're not going to want to miss the Charles Crowley match in particular, I would say. Um, oh. actually, you know what? I say that. Every, every match on this card is... is you know, could be a show stealer for different reasons. But, you know, I'll say no more because we haven't announced what those matches are yet. Yeah, well, well you just name the talent there. You can put a good match between any one of them. So There you go. I tell you what, there you go. There's a quick game for you. Out of all the talent I've announced, what Ooh. match would you most want to see? Yeah, maybe we'll have to, we'll do like a tweet or something with everyone announced from Project WE and people yeah. who can do their own like matchmaking thing. Cool. Well, Another thing, cool. another thing that the people want us to talk about right now, and I say the people, it's this person in particular wants us to talk about himself, and that would be Malik. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and talk too much about Malik, but I am because, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third installment of Malik Mysteries. Dun, 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 Malik. Yeah, so you weren't okay. around for the last edition. Uh, no, tell me, tell me what the Malik mystery was. Well, so the last time we found out the truth that Malik did indeed uh, grind on a stripper pole with Cassius. Uh, on oh, the, of course the, the, he did, honey. On the first one. But then I also told the second edition of Malik Mysteries, which involved Malik running away from Kip's dog. Uh, one time when we stayed at Kip's house, Malik, yeah, basically shit himself because he hates dogs. Um, oh, the heavy shitter. The heavy shitter. Now, I can't. <laughs> I haven't got the statistics in front of me, but I did put up some polls to find out what, whether people thought it was true or not. And, you know, like I said, I haven't got the stats here, but off the top of my head, I'm just going to make up some stats. Uh, let's say 99.9% .9 of the people all thought that Malik did indeed run away like a small child from Kip's dog. Oh, Malik. What did you think? True or false? 
see, he he gives away this impression that he's this sort of hard nut, but we know Malik, and uh, I'm going to have to go with running away. He is uh, Malik the heavy shitter, I'm afraid. I will tell you right now, Connor, insert drum roll when you're ready. Malik <laughs> did run away from Kip's Oh, dog. oh yeah. Malik. Because Malik hates dogs. We're ruining his reputation. Wait, he, he hates a, dogs? Well, he has a massive phobia of them. Um, right. Yeah. I'm reevaluating my friendship with Malik as we, yeah. as we speak he now. Put, it, well, he puts up this pretend thing where he, like, he'll, in front of big groups of people, he'll pretend to like dogs. Like, I've seen him do it so many times. But then when I, like, for example, that same trip when we were up at Kip's, I remember me and Malik went for a walk down to the shops and someone had tied up, uh, a, I think it was like a Rottweiler or a Pitbull or something like outside the shop. And like Malik, the, all the dog was doing was sat there. It was very calm. And Malik... What, what, I need to know what type of dog it was. It's the most I'm, pretty, I'm pretty certain it was a Pitbull or a Rottweiler. I, I think it was a, it was a Rottweiler. Um, but yeah, so he, he was like petrified and like trying to keep as much distance between him and this big chained up dog as he could but you know it's it's malik but anyway the next edition of malik mysteries so here comes the part where i tell a new malik story um i'm excited racking my brain you know what? i didn't actually come prepared this time i'm trying to think oh. of something see if i can uh, put something together on the fly or okay, maybe all right my old uh, my old bank of malik stories whether they be true there's quite a few malik stories let's be honest well, here's the thing. Where I'm not prepared, I literally could be making this up as I go along right now. So you never know. Mm. Um, okay. What, what one are we going for here? Hmm. <laughs> okay. So there was, let's say, an occasion uh, at a wrestling show. I'm going I'm to keep names and things out of it because, you know, we don't want to get in trouble for anything. Uh, I don't want to get Malik in trouble, I should say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was this time when we were on a show and we'd done our match and that was that. And then we got told that we were going to be needed to do a run-in on a different match on the show. Mm-hmm. So we, we ran out to the ring and we did our run-in and, you know, we took a beating as per. And then we rolled out of the ring. And then when we rolled out of the ring, we we stayed there for a bit to, you know, obviously sell the moves that we'd been hit with. Now, I was lying face up so I could see what was going on around me. However, Malik mm-hmm. was face down in the ground, so he couldn't, you know, see what was going on. All of a sudden, two of the wrestlers who we had done the run-in on were brawling toward our direction. So I shifted myself out of the way so that they wouldn't, you know, trample on me or anything. Malik didn't see him, so he didn't move. Well, one of these wrestlers happened to be a former WWE wrestler, um, a very well-known WWE wrestler. Um, In fact, I think he was a former uh, WWE champion. Uh, And this person, this wrestler, as he walked by us, almost tripped over Malik's legs. So he then proceeded to toe punt Malik as hard as he could up the arse. Oh. Now, 
Now that's a great story in itself, but it gets a little better. This needs to be true, right? Yeah. Malik, Malik, like eyes just suddenly widen, makes eye contact with me, and just mouths, "What fucking prick has done that?" <laughs> and looks over, sees who it was, goes to stand up to like have a fight with this guy. And I just grabbed Malik by the arm. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's calm down now. <laughs> Kept him calm. Stopped anything from happening. And yeah, that was pretty much that. And if it, did, if anything did happen, it would have been aired to a lot of people because I'm pretty certain that show was actually live on uh, Fight TV at the time. Oh, uh, so you could actually see the reaction. Well, you couldn't see Malik's reaction on it. But, no. And you, I don't think you could even see the guy do it. But I mean, I never watched it back, so I don't know. But, Hypothetically, uh, if we it were fairly, yeah, I mean, fairly, we were fairly out of the way if this happened. But uh, yeah, so basically, the long and short of the story is Malik got toe punted up the arse by a former WWE <laughs> champion. Almost <laughs> had a legit, like a legit fight with them uh, in front of a live audience, but Costa managed to keep him calm as always, and uh, we lived to fight another day. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that is. This okay. podcast edition of Malik Mystery. Dun, dun, dun. So, my my opinion on that is I know Malik, and Malik once um, he walked me to my car after training because I was dropping a few people. Hang on, are we getting a hang on, are we getting a bonus Malik story now? Oh, I can save it actually. I've got loads uh, of Malik stories. Is, is this your way of saying that next time you want to be the one to give a Malik mystery story? You know what, Costa, it is. Yeah, okay. if you'll allow me, I would like to give them a Malik mystery story next week. Hijacking my, my segment. Can I, uh, right, so I, I just want to say I think your story is true. Okay, well, I'm not going to... I think the Malik's mystery is true. Okay. Just because Malik's a hothead and you are the pacifist in your relationship... And I can definitely see him doing that. So I, I personally think that's true. But yeah, next time, um, if if I may, I do have some tales of uh, Malik that I'd like to share with everyone, whether they be I, true or false. I will allow it. Oh, have that. There you go. That's basically an audible contract now. So um, yeah. No, I'll allow it. You can uh, you can take the reins next time. Um, and speaking <laughs> of next time, uh, how often are we going to do this now? We're in. We're in lockdown mode, so, you know, the people need content. I don't know how often. I mean, I'm, we're, quite, we, we're doing them once a month, but I can quite easily do them once a week. Well, I mean, give me something was, to do. The plan originally was once a month, but I think the new plan was going to be to try and do them twice a month and do, like, yeah. what we're doing now once a month and then have an interview once a month as well. Um, but, oh, yeah, because you know, so many wrestlers now we can interview that were so busy because they were around you know, resting all around the world and around the country and stuff. And now, now we can get them. We can exactly. lock them Everyone's down. And has nothing to do. So, you know, we'll still do them. So maybe we'll do two a month or, you know, potentially we'll have a little chat and we'll work it out. Maybe do more than, more than that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Good. Um, how long have we been talking for now? Um, One hour and a half mark, maybe? Maybe. Something like that. Well, you know, we can wrap up in a second, but uh, before we do, anything else that is happening in the world of 
lucha or wrestlings that you wanted to touch on? Um, well, my glass is empty, so I'm probably going to need to rectify that. But other than that, I don't know. There's no... Oh, I know Lucha Britannia, they've had some good matches put online, I think. Or maybe it was... And London Lucha I think there's some free matches to view online. Yeah, I mean, um, go check on out YouTube. All of the YouTube channels for Lucha Britannia and London Lucha League. There's some great matches on there. Uh, Britannia, yeah. they're doing one match every Wednesday. I think there'll be a match going up tonight, or if this is Friday now, technically. So uh, there'll be a match that went up on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know yeah. what it will be. I, you know, I, it's a surprise, but we'll see. And yeah, Lucha League have loads of great matches as well. You can go back and watch um, what's the most recent stuff they've put on. I think. Clementine winning the championship is Clementine's on Clementine's win, yeah. The biggest pop in the Resgal. Definitely worth watching. And yeah, you can watch the biggest pop in the Resgal as well as the biggest uh, sigh of moaning in the Resgal just by going back and watching my entrance for the Triple Oh, match. I thought you were going to go somewhere completely different with that, talking about Resgal, but never mind. Ah, um, yes. That's a different, <laughs> that's a, that's a different uh, internet web viewing page. That's a, that's a different podcast we do, and you have to subscribe to that via our OnlyFans link. If you yeah, I was about to about say, that. that's an OnlyFans thing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, well, um, yeah, I think I'm all done, really. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're pretty much about everything that we could speak about um yeah. in closing uh you know stay safe everybody try not to leave your house unless you really have yeah. to because you know it's a tough time out there but we've all got to do what we have to do to to get through this get through this yeah shit. don't want to go all mummy darcy on everyone but do try and stay in the best you can um and also if you get bored just because we can do these whenever really so we have to do is message something or give us a match maybe we'll review a match or something anything well, really actually if I you're think bored connor, connor actually had an idea for us to uh do watch alongs which i'm not sure if i want to do a watch along as such but we could maybe look into that i don't know if that's what people want well yeah uh, we could re- we could definitely review something or yeah or potentially that. we could some you know actually i, I wasn't going to you know, inflate your ego because I know it's so friggin' huge. But, oh, it's um, not anymore. Well, no, it is. You've got a huge ego. So someone, <laughs> <laughs> while I was doing one of my live Instagram videos with Malik, somebody said, because during it, I said, oh, I'm going to try and get the other cost boys on here. Who who else would you guys like to see me do live videos with? And somebody did say, I'd like to see you and Darcy Stone do a live Instagram video. Oh, we could definitely do that. Does that I mean I have that, to shower, though? Because I'm kind of 50-50 if that's the case. I mean, just do your hair, innit? You don't have to, yeah, like... Yeah, I only have to out. wear clothes from, like, the waist luckily, up, right? Yeah, luckily technology isn't that advanced that we can smell through cameras yet, so we're good. I'll use my old MySpace camera, which is, like, really, really pixelated. Jesus. <laughs> no, because I'd love to do a live video of you um, if we can arrange that i'm quite keen yeah i could do it as the ronda rowdy gimmick that then you were really complete cause well i mean were you i was was like the linchpin really (laughs) if you consider it no what what happened there was uh we thought it'd be a good idea to have uh because big g was going to come out with us 
And then I thought it'd be funnier if someone smaller was actually our security guard instead. And <laughs> that was uh, great, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, you drew the short straw. That's what happened there. Literally, literally the short straw. <laughs> you did, yeah, there you go. Very clever. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything. So yeah, everyone, yeah. stay healthy, stay indoors, um, stay hydrated. Is that a thing? That stay people- no, you do stay hydrated because people forget to drink water when they're at home. There you go, um, stay hydrated. And there's loads of workouts you can do online. Like so many people are giving away free workouts. And just try and keep your morale up and talk to people. That's important. Yeah. Keep yeah, talking to people. If you if you feel like especially on the weekends, right, and you want to go out and you want to be around your friends, just do what we've done. Live video chats. They help, it, you know. It really does help, honestly. Do it and with your friends. You know that project that you've been putting off because you've been working all the time and you think oh I really want to do this or try that now's your perfect chance maybe you wanted to learn an instrument or something or write a story or whatever that is brilliant to do really keep your brain stimulated or maybe you just really really have always wanted a cost industries t-shirt but it's cool because now you can get one there you go should I do my telephone voice what's the go on what's the website you can now get your special Exclusive cause industry t-shirts at onthegear.co.uk. Press one. No, wait, that's the wrong one. Yeah, but you can get them from there. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I think that just about does it with all the plugs. I think we should probably finish on that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think finish on that. Finish strong. Uh, Connor's oh. going to play us out now with the Lucha music, which I can't hear, but the people will be able to hear. And I wish I could hear because I miss being on shows. Oh. I know, we should do like a little virtual warm-up or something. Nah, and this is where Don and Sue go out for a pleasant evening. Oh, I'm going to get it. Right. Um, get it. Yeah. See you later. See you later. Stay safe, everyone.